EIN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. This is the Barden Report from Republic Broadcasting. E.J. Barden is my name, and we're here today on this Saturday 7th, um, uh, two, 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 two. Oh, well, sorry, it's the uh, 6th day, I think, although the wrong day. It's always a day earlier, later here. I start at 3 a.m. It's uh, Saturday the 6th of March. I should have corrected that earlier on. Since here, this is the Sunday the 7th already. Okay, we'll play Ken. Comprehensive piece by Dr. Kerry Maggi. It's a long piece, 33 minutes long, delighted with some of the breaks, but uh, Dr. Kerry Maggi on the vaccine gene therapy experiment. Deadly, deadly dangerous. Okay, got that one there? It's an interview she's doing with the other station. There was no, the no gene code point. injection. An experiment on humanity. Interview with Dr. Kerry Maggi. So, if we're not doing informed consent, we, we need to stop everything for put a moratorium. I've never heard any of the patients yet say that they've been told that they are in a live experiment. I've never heard them say that there's a risk of birth defects or that Pfizer, at least, has been admitting that they shouldn't have unprotected sex. None of them knew that. They didn't know that about this allergy to polyethylene glycol. Are they allergic to it? That, that this is a risk of anaphylactic shock, among other issues there. And polyethylene glycol, guess what, can cause blood clotting. <laughs> so it can have an increased propensity to clot in your blood if you already have other risk factors. So this is why we're seeing an increase of cardiovascular events. It's not all negative. The Heart Math Institute has studied our hearts because they're the strongest organ in our body. And the heart's electromagnetic energy is 100,000 times more powerful than our brain. That's amazing. What if you got like a dozen people together that was really tapped into that heart energy, that love energy? Think about the changes that could happen. Well, we're here again with Dr. Carrie Maddy. Dr. Maddy, we're so grateful to have you back with us at KLA for this interview. Thanks, Danny. It's my pleasure to be back with you. Good. Could you start with just a little um, synopsis or professional bio to give the uh, viewers a little information about you? Uh, yes, I graduated from medical school in 2001 in Kansas City, Missouri, and I am an internal medicine physician. I've uh, owned my own clinics and have been medical director of two different clinics and also um, an attending physician for medical students for eight years. And now I spend my time public speaking and trying to educate people about vaccines and the current paradigm with COVID-19. Mm. Well, let's get right into it. Let's talk about these vaccines. There's been a rollout. And um, what are we up to in the, in the States? 10%, 15%? I know that in, in Israel, it's like 30 or 40. Um, the question is, and before we get into uh, the details, the nitty gritty of the RNA vaccine, um, 
I've heard from some corners that you can't even properly call this a vaccine because the um, pharmaceuticals have not claimed that this vaccine prevents um, infection or transmission. And you kind of have to have those two or one of them in order to claim that it's a vaccine. What, what do you say about that? I agree. This is unlike any vaccine that has ever been made before. Um, people should know that a normal vaccine would take a virus. The, the virus itself, the actual organism, it would be alive or dead, some other toxins in the solution, and then that would be injected inside of you. And the idea is it's a weakened version of what would make you sick so that your body could learn how to fight it in the future without becoming overwhelmed by it. This time, no. They have never honestly isolated the organism, the organism in its entirety. The CDC has admitted that, and five different countries have admitted that. So because they could never isolate that organism in its entirety in the sick patient, they took pieces of the genetic material and then filled in the blanks with a recombinant program or a computer-generated program. So we've got a, a code that we're using. So they have to inject a code inside of you. And the code actually is being injected inside the person. And the idea is that our bodies are going to be tricked into making part of the virus. Oh, not the entire virus, but part of the virus. So this is completely different. We're not injecting the actual organism. We're injecting a code into the human. And the human body will be tricked into making part of the virus. So instead of blocking you from making the virus, we're encouraging your body to make part of the virus. So you can... You know, you don't have to have a science degree to see that there's some danger in this one and that we've never used this technology before large scale on the human population. This is the first time we've ever done that. And you are so right by saying that there is no data yet to say that this will prevent any transmission. You can still be contagious even after you get the vaccine. There are only two endpoints two things that the drug manufacturers say that these vaccines can do. They say that they could prevent one positive PCR test as well as one symptom. That's it. And they say they're assuming, assuming that it could possibly work for about two months after the second shot. We don't know because, again, we are in the middle of a live experiment as we speak. And when you speak of... I, I, I can't. I thought it would it would at least attack more than one symptom, but that's all they claim is that it can go after one symptom. And I've heard it said that. Um, I mean, weren't they saying before that? Generally speaking, uh, asymptomatic carriers do not pass it on to someone else. But what this what this vaccine might do then is if it if it uh, subdues this this uh, symptom then now you will have you might have asymptomatic carriers you see the point you are definitely bringing up very good points and these have not been addressed or answered and these are things we need to talk about and bring up because we are experimenting with all of our lives and it's not just okay we got a bad flu vaccine we won't do that again it didn't work or it made some of us sick we are now talking about genetic modification. And even though the drug manufacturers say that it is temporary, they don't know that because please remember, we're in the middle of a live experiment. The first experiment is, is due to be completed in the end of October of 2022, the second one in 2023. So you are literally the lab rat 
the guinea pig. So they don't know. We would have to have years and then look at your genetic code to see if it was permanent or temporary in you. That's what a proper research should do. We're not doing that. We're assuming, oh, don't worry, it's temporary. The problem is we do know by science and how our bodies work that when you put a code inside the body like that, that there's a possibility of it becoming taken up into the nucleus. Once it's in there, it can be taken up into our genome, our permanent genetic code, and stay there permanently. That is a potential and a possibility. So we have to consider that. Okay, yeah, let's talk about this code. Um, can you explain the gene-altering aspects of this vaccine? And when Moderna says that their mRNA technology is the, quote, software of life, what exactly are they talking about? Well, again, we are not using a normal way of making a vaccine. We are putting a code inside of you. It's recombinant, part from nature and part synthetic, synthesized. And so it's a genetic code. And what they're doing is putting an envelope around it with nanolipid particles. It's nanotechnology. The nanotechnology is there to ensure it sneaks past your body's defenses because normally your body would kill something like this immediately or disintegrate it. So it sneaks past the defenses into your cell and then tricks your cell into making that code, which is literally the spike protein or part of the virus. You'll be spitting out bits of the virus inside of your body. The idea is that if your body sees part of the virus, it can then gain knowledge on how to fight it in the future. But we don't know that. And think about all of us are so different. Some people's immune systems will put out a lot, some a little, some none. We don't know. And then we have to look at that code. The code is um, very concerning because we've identified some things in there that we should all take pause and listen to this. First of all, there have been 18 subunits of HIV-1 found within the code, the genetic code. They claim that that will not allow the body to develop HIV or AIDS, but we don't know that because in Australia, they admitted that people, after they got that mRNA vaccine, some of the people tested positive for HIV. They said it's a false positive, but we won't know for years. We will not know if that's truly positive for HIV for many years down the road. They went ahead and dumped $1 billion of that vaccine in Australia and stopped that. So that means they are concerned. The other problem is that there's a sequence, a, a part of the code is identical to things that are in our, our body naturally. One of them is chromosome eight. There's part of a code that's identical to our chromosome eight. Now, anything in the code, your body will learn to attack. So it's learning how to attack um, your chromosome eight. That's intelligence and fertility. I think that's pretty important. We don't know the long-term effects of that. The other thing, there's a protein called syncytin that it codes for. Well, that happens to be on the human placenta, the woman's womb, placenta. So that means when you start to have a pregnancy, it's a possibility your body will learn to attack the placenta. So two hits on our fertility, that is a potential. Um, we really have to be careful. We are messing with genes, genetic code right now. Yeah, speaking of fertility, I saw months ago, I saw a University of Oklahoma, I believe it was, don't quote me, um, study that said that uh, um, men might consider freezing their sperm before getting this vaccine. Yeah, yes, just, you're right. Oh, Pfizer says you're not supposed to have unprotected sex for 28 days after your injections. 
Okay, what happens on the 29th day? They say that's because there's a risk of birth defects. They're already admitting this. That means there is something going on with these vaccines. But how do you know on the 28th day, don't, and then the 29th day, okay? We don't know these things. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. And it's like you can take one fact out of hundreds that should cancel the whole experiment. Just that right there. I mean, what do I tell my daughter? What do I tell my daughter if her university says, well, you're going to need the vaccine? And then I point out to her, the vaccine manufacturer itself says that this could cause birth defects. And we can't we can't just assume that after 28 days, boom. I mean, we're in crazy world. I agree with you. I've never seen anything this frivolous or careless in medicine before. And it's not like they're saying that there aren't risks. They say there are, but they say it's for the good of the whole because we are in the Emergency Preparedness Act still. Around the world, most countries are still in an emergency act of one one way or the other. And when they do that, they can bypass all the checks and balances we normally have for drug safeties in the name of this emergency. So people are expecting that this vaccine is like, they're like, all the other vaccines in the past, they're not. There's yeah. absolutely nothing there to really say it's safe and effective because, again, the experiment has not ended yet. We are the experiment. Yes, yes, it is different. Um, you know, um, I'm living here in Japan. Uh, one year of my daughter's high school, I sent her to America to do a year abroad. And it happened to be in California where they have a very extreme vaccine schedule for students over there, as you probably know. And she had already had all her vaccines in Japan. And I thought, okay, that's probably enough for her. So as you can see, she's got her vaccines, but the vaccine schedule here is way lower. So um, I went to a local doctor and I asked him, what do you recommend? And he was mainstream kind of guy. He just says, oh, whatever the doctor, whatever my colleagues in, in California are saying, you should probably just go with that. And I was kind of, I, I said to myself, oh, you probably haven't done your homework. But for this one, for this one, do you know what he says? He says, this is experimental and I don't recommend wow. anybody take it until all the proof is in. So he's, Bravo. so this guy is a mainstream pro-vax kind of guy. Listen to the experts. But on this one, he's saying, hold on. Oh, bravo to him for speaking up, because that's what a good scientist and a good doctor is supposed to do. You know, have the patient's benefits, you know, benefits must outweigh the risks. And so far, we are not seeing that at all. And I'd like to remind people that it's not just genetic modification we're dealing with. It's that nanotechnology, that nanolipid particle that they're putting inside people. That's brand new on the human race as well. We're doing another new novel technology and it's very concerning because we do know that there's one ingredient called polyethylene glycol, among others in the nanotechnology, and it's estimated up to 70% of Americans have some sort of an allergy to it. <laughs> well, an allergy could be fatigue or, or rash, or it could be something significant like anaphylactic shock, which we are seeing. We're seeing a lot of that. People are, are dying or having to be resuscitated with, within minutes to hours of this injection. They're not telling you on the mainstream media that. That is, to me, like Russian roulette. And the other thing is informed consent. We should always do informed consent, even in an emergency situation. That's by the Nuremberg Code from World War II, so we don't repeat the atrocities of that previous world war. 
So if we're not doing informed consent, we, we need to stop everything for put a moratorium. I've never heard any of the patients yet say that they've been told that they are in a live experiment. I've never heard them say that there's a risk of birth defects or that Pfizer at least has been admitting that they shouldn't have unprotected sex. None of them knew that. They didn't know that about this allergy to polyethylene glycol. Are they allergic to it? That, that this is a risk of anaphylactic shock among other issues there. And polyethylene glycol, guess what, can cause blood clotting. <laughs> so it can have an increased propensity to clot in your blood if you already have other risk factors. So this is why we're seeing an increase of cardiovascular events. Oh, now you speak of dying after receiving the vaccine. Um, you're, you're, you're in Georgia, so I'm sure everybody's familiar with the case of Hank Aaron, uh, the famous home run slugger who died, what, 18 days after he received the vaccine. And um, this is happening a lot. And you're right, it's not getting news. They couldn't really escape that one, though. Um, And so, of course, the answer is conveniently, well, comorbidities, right? But the comorbidity thing was completely ignored by the people who are saying COVID deaths are comorbidities. Isn't it convenient for them to use that in this excuse, but not not for the other one. There's a press release saying we should expect that um, the people in the assisted living centers or nursing homes, that they could die quickly after receiving the vaccine. But don't worry, it's not really from the vaccine. It's just because they're they're old. This was actually a public statement given by one of the government officials. I was horrified to read this to and that, that people would fall for this. And, and people in hospice, hospice patients are getting the vaccine. They're dying anyway. I know. You know, their, their, their excuse is that they don't want them to spread it to others. Well, usually people in hospice are isolated anyway. This is terrible. I don't understand this at all. Well, uh, I think it's only understandable in the context of a larger, more devious plan. To get us all, I agree with you. yeah. To get us all, I mean, even if you ask, say, a super strong pro-vaxer who's totally confident that the seven o'clock news is giving them the straight scoop, if you ask someone to, okay, <clears throat> spell it out, how does it all end? I mean, they can't avoid the fact that this is going to lead to uh, travel passports and twenty-four-seven tracking, monitoring, telling us where we can go. Show me your papers, <laughs> etc. right? Well, in Israel, they already announced that those who do not get vaccinated can only go to the supermarket and pharmacy. They cannot do anything else. They can't leave their home for any other reason. Gosh. Oh. I mean, this is, it's not just one country. People need to wake up and see how these restrictions are happening around the world and how they're happening almost at the same rate, the same pace. And then, look, people need to stop getting into the fear because the fear is driving them to go along with these crazy um, demands and protocols that don't make rational sense scientifically, medically, or just common sense. Let's put it that way. And if they stopped and got out of the fear and started thinking about it, I think quickly they'd see that this is nothing to do with the virus. This is nothing to do with that at all. There's a bigger agenda going on. 
a worldwide agenda. And actually, we have, you know, world leaders like Boris Johnson talking about it, saying that there's a, an agenda that we want to achieve by 2030. Yeah. Ray Kurzweil, okay. Neil deGrasse Tyson. You yeah. see these other people in different fields saying the same thing. The yeah, timeline is 2030 for all of field. us around the world to be integrated in the transhumanist movement called... I, they called it ID2020. They're a little bit behind the time. But yeah. anyway, this is connecting us to the Internet of everything, meaning we would be our own walking little cell phone. Like we would go around and our bodies would communicate with any smart device around us. This is the real plan, everybody. Wake up. If you start doing your due diligence, you'll see that this is really what it's about. It's about utilizing us as property, as chattel. And we are not anything better than that in the eyes of certain people pushing the buttons. And what is crazy to me is that no one's, there's not been no bloodshed over this. No one's been pointing, pointing a gun to anyone's head. They just tell them, put the mask on, put two on, put three on, you know, do these draconian measures. You can't sing, you can't dance, you can't worship, you can't pray, you can't do these things. And people just do it without questioning it. And it goes against our human rights and our constitution rights and we're not making a peep about it for the most part i i really it's upsetting to me how all the people our ancestors our forefathers have fought and died and went through terrible atrocities for our freedom my god world war ii was just yesterday look at what happened look what happened around the world we should never forget that and here we're willingly just giving away these huge monumental freedoms and liberties that they died for for us and just letting it go without a conversation or a dialogue yeah yeah i'm very upset by that me too and you're talking about ramping up the fear i think one thing that ramps up the fear is to put us in a state of bewilderment. And so when we see something like um, the governor of California having dinner with his friends at a, at, a, at a restaurant or the health director in England walking through the park with no mask, enjoying the fresh air. First, I, my first impression was, well, that's bad optics for them. But I almost think that they're just they're shoving it in our face. And and also these these contradictory signals on what we're supposed to do. Uh, masks don't work. Yes, they work. One mask. No, two. Maybe three, two. And then, I mean, Fauci came out a week after he said put two on and said, nah, that's not really necessary. And they got to know what they're doing. That guy has to have handlers telling him what to say. So I think the contradictory messages are part of the plan to drive us nuts. <laughs> that's that's 101 with psychological warfare. Yeah. Anyone wants to do their due diligence and read up on it, you'll see cognitive dissonance. You know, you say a double speak, right? You say one yeah. thing, do another, say one thing, go against it, even in the same day. And yeah. that's a perfect way to really confuse the mentality of people. And it's, it's better than just telling them one thing over and over. It's better to say one thing than do another, vice versa, you know? Um, people need to wake up. We are in the battle of our minds. To me, World War Three already has happened it's already occurring right now and it's a battle of our minds and we it's hard it's hard because we can't really physically see it so much but we have to wake up and see what's really happening to me it's a battle of good and evil there's a small group of people that ultimately want to enslave us in a, in a transhumanist way to control us electronically or through ai and 
to me, there's no other answer. And I'm listening to these world leaders. I'm listening for some common sense or rational sense for why we're doing what we're doing medically and scientifically. I'm not getting that, but I am getting from them how they want us to to be. Hello. And you're on the ads and and, and the right. You ran the ads and carry Maggie's broadcast together. So <laughs> they, should know, they couldn't hear it during the ads. I got up to where she says Boris Johnson, which is the beginning of the bumper music. And you back it up to where she refers to Boris Johnson. It's at the beginning of the bumper music. Coming up in a few minutes, we'll see. We just have to rerun. Uh, we had a double run there, ads, and uh, running over the broadcast. Okay. Coming up in a minute or two. But it is a very, very good interview. Okay. But into that there. I heard there was no break in the broadcast from Carrie uh, Maggi during the ad break. No break. You were running the ads and her together. So the, the listeners didn't hear what she said during the ad break. I don't know what they heard. It was at the very beginning of the... Uh, Well, what's the timing back to the beginning of the of the bumper music? Can you run back to that? The bumper music for the outbreak, if you can run. Just the beginning of the bumper music, run back to there, if you would. It ran. The, where we are now in the carry magia, I presume you've stopped it. Have you stopped it? The pro... Oh, can you, uh, on your clock there, go go back to the beginning of the bumper music for the ad break, and can you run it from there? If that's three, four, or five minutes, whatever it is. Well, we've lost. Well, I don't know how it works there, but we've lost uh, four minutes of the broadcast. Then. The broadcast being Carrie Maggi. is Carrie, we're into it now. For nearly twenty something minutes, but I had no break of her broadcast, and you were running the ads over it, so the listeners didn't hear from the big. Yeah. Thirty-three. Yeah. That's pitiful. Can't hear anything yet. Twenty-seven. You could you reload it and run it forward twenty-three minutes. How about that? 
Okay, play the bumper music there in the meantime. I'll play something. What's going out right now? What's going out? I can hear nothing. Okay. of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. Okay, see, can we go back to um, the program? Have we got any of that remains of it, Ken? Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, mm -hmm. So as I can pull up other stuff, right? The piece from... Go, go, go to the other one on, on my list today. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. To, uh, uh, I'll look that up. Okay. Uh, I'll yeah. look that up. Well, he was just, speaking of, of uh, censorship, he was just knocked off of... Okay, go ahead, yeah. Serendipities group on that. I have a backup website called serendipitiesgroup.org. Um, all of us, it's been a challenge though, trying to keep the information up, but I'm resilient. I keep posting on different platforms, um, trying to get, you know, all this information out that's being squelched and suppressed and all of us are going through it. And they're of course name, uh, you know, going after people saying that we're anti-vaxxers. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm just giving you information and you should have information for your own informed consent. Uh, first do no harm. I, I pulled that oath. Did you see, uh, did you happen to read um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s huge, powerful expose on Bill Gates from a couple of weeks ago? Uh, I didn't get to read that one. No. Oh, it's, it's, it's shocking. You'll have to, uh, you'll have to I'll look that up. I'll yeah. look that up. Well, he was just speaking of, of, uh, censorship. He was just knocked off of uh, Instagram, Instagram. He had like between half a million and a million he, followers. I think he and Del Bigtree were doing like an Instagram live video and they both were shut down at the same time during the live yeah. video. Yeah. Uh huh. They were both, their whole pages were erased. Big wow. brother watching you. Right. Gosh. But, you know, it's not all 
negative. I think yep. we were talking a bit about that before, Aaron. I wouldn't be here speaking if I thought it was all negative and there's no hope. Yep. You know, it's when we're talking about fear, we all know that fear is a scare tactic um, that can work well because it keeps you at a lower energy because we're energetic beings. We're, we're light beings, actually. But if you scare us into a low energy, you can't fight it. You're, you're yeah. just curl up in a little ball, you know, right. just paralyzed. Um, and, you know, love, the frequency of love does have an energy, too. And it's a high, the highest energy that we know of. There is something about it, even scientifically. So I get my inspiration from the Bible. But I love science because it also proves a lot of what the Bible's saying, too. It's a high-frequency love. So if we connect with each other and we don't wear the mask, we are not dehumanizing ourselves and other people. We touch each other physically. We kiss because that increases your immune system. We know that. Um, we sing, we dance, things that make us happy and joyful with love that actually increases our energy. And it's actually studied the Heart Math Institute has studied our hearts because they're the strongest organ in our body. And the heart's electromagnetic energy is 100,000 times more powerful than our brain. That's amazing. And in an average human, that energy goes out six feet. And a strong individual, it goes out possibly miles, they think. That's amazing. What if you got like a dozen people together that was really tapped into that heart energy, that love energy? Think about the changes that could happen. Because we can never fight these people in power on the sci-fi nanotechnology level that they're using but that is a low energy a low frequency i believe that we are made in the likeness of god and that if we tap into that christ light that spirit within us in our hearts and if we can just remember who we are who we always have been and we get that spark lit and we help our brothers and sisters around the world within a twinkling of an eye things will be better things will change that is a good message of hope i thank you for that can we, uh, can we do a quick little YNP10 here? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm going to ask you 10 questions, and you can say yes, no, or you can pass, uh, and you can comment or, okay. or not. So here we go. Um, okay. I'm going to throw you a, I'm going to start with a softball, okay? Uh, I asked you five months ago if you're going to take the jab. Have you changed your mind? No. <laughs> are you even more resolute, or you were full resolute at that time anyway? I was fully uh, resolute at that time, so the no is a strong no still. Good. Um, do you believe the shot that Biden got on national TV had a vaccine in it? I, I know. No, I'm going to say no. Okay. <laughs> I'm supposed to say yes, no, or pass. I was trying to explain. Oh, but, no. But sure, you can, you can answer however you want, really. <laughs> Should people who rushed the vaccine be held responsible for long-term negative effects? Yes, absolutely. In the context of COVID, is there something wrong with letting children develop natural immunities? There's nothing wrong with it, no. <laughs> and why hasn't that been explored? Like right now, um, why? it seems like there's no interest in testing people to see if they have the antibodies. They just want to go straight to the vaccine. Is that strange? Well, let me bring up the flu. Okay. So that's the yeah. closest thing we can relate to this coronavirus. Right. So 
when you are exposed to the flu, you don't have to be sick. You just have to be in the environment out in the community. When you're exposed, you actually have a lifelong immunity to that strain forever. Isn't that not amazing? Our bodies have lifelong immunity. But when you get the vaccine for the flu, at best, if they happen to pick the right strain, it only lasts for about two months to three months of immunity. And then it's, there's no more immunity. So you can still, that's why people say they still get the flu because the shot only lasts for a very short amount of time. You're never naturally immune when you get the vaccine. You're, you don't have long-term immunity. You're a much healthier and smarter body when you do it naturally. I mean, our, my parents, we had chicken pox parties, right? <laughs> so they wanted all of us to get chicken pox at the same time. So we got more immune. But, you know, the chicken pox vaccine is a failure. People don't realize that. See, kids actually still get the chicken pox. They look like bug bites. And now we're seeing children get shingles, which is a repercussion of the chicken pox, right? Elementary school children getting shingles. That was never heard of before with the natural immunity, with actually getting the chicken pox. Shingles is very dangerous. So, again, you're seeing many examples of how the vaccine is much worse than if you were just exposed naturally in the environment. Right, right. Next question. Is promoting the vaccine on children without long-term studies irresponsible? It's criminal. It is. Um, Number six. Is COVID-19 essentially harmless for children. I'm talking about the zero to 18 range. And we can even go with their figures. Looking at all the, all the data the CDC is giving us, it's, they're the, they have the best immunity. Very, very little issues with that. Much lower than the regular flu, much lower. And we didn't shut down the world for the regular flu ever. Right. So negligible. Um, yeah. Next. Have children been damaged And I'm not even talking about the vaccine itself right now, just outside of that. Have children been damaged by the government response to COVID? Of course they've been damaged. I mean, first of all, their neural pathways are still being developed into their mid-20s. And when we put this kind of fear, this panic, this could set a neural pathway that's there forever in their brain. First of all, that's one thing. Also, the mask, we know after two hours of using them that the oxygen goes dangerously low. It's terrible. It affects your concentration, your memory, your mood, many things. We've actually seen children pass out from the masks. Also, social isolation, not getting the proper education. You can't do proper education from just Zoom meetings. Um, The lack of social development when they're together in groups. These are crucial milestones that we're supposed to meet for our humans' development, we have no idea the long-term effects that will happen to the children around the world that are experiencing this. Right. And, and you're talking about a physical thing, but also the mental thing. Just We don't know what effect it has on a three-year-old to see everybody in their world with their faces covered 24-7. They're becoming fearful of other humans. I don't wear a mask as much as possible, only very rarely. And I've seen parents, their children scream uncontrollably, cry because I don't have a mask on. (laughs) They're that fearful, little tiny under the age of five. They're that fearful, thinking I could hurt them just because I don't have a mask on and I'm six feet away from them. 
And that's the idea, isn't it? That's the plan, to get them like that. Um, yeah. Next question. Should the people who pushed for and mandated the measures that have harmed children be held responsible for this harm? Absolutely. It's criminal. Yep. Crimes against humanity. Um, well, number nine was, uh, do you have any good news for us? But I think you already gave us some good news. So number 10 is a, is a quick one. Can we win this fight? Absolutely. We already know who wins in the end. Love and God and being good wins, right? We yeah. always triumph over evil. I just wish we wouldn't wait till the 11th hour to yeah. wake up. 11.59, right. <laughs> okay. yeah. Well, Dr. Maddie, that was great. Thanks for showing up again. And uh, I wish you all the best in your fight. Please keep it up. Yes. Thank you, Danny. It's always a pleasure talking with you. Okay. Um, I believe the problems with that is Ken was saying that it's on BitChute. I took it down from, I um, can't remember, but uh, it was a major, uh, that was actually from a, a subsite of uh, Brighton, but it was a subsite. But, um, yeah, that, that woman talks very clearly similar to, she's talking the very same language as uh, Dolores Cahill and Dr. Andrew Wakefield, that this is a horror story in the making. Not only a normal vaccine is dangerous, but this is an experimental one that's not a vaccine. It's a DNA disruptor, and it works through your system and it gets total control of you. And there's a few months, a four months, and it, it'll spend months and months and months working through your system. Some people come down quicker with it with all sorts of complications. That's the interpretation of that. But this is a piece. I have a friend who is um, a good uh, transcriber. See what my budget is like. But that's worth transcribing. Uh, the key broadcasts, because they'll pull those broadcasts left, right, and center off the internet now on instructions from Joe Biden and Big Pharma. That's obviously going to happen, uh, left, right, and center. But uh, the... Uh, ooh, the ooh, 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 and uh, one of the things Mike Adams has done, he's given uh, on his, um, on his uh, website of Natural News, he's given his... Um, his, uh, when I go into it, pull it up, I'll tell you, his uh, address is his IP address. And uh, that is, uh, it's, uh, pull it up here, I just quote it. Should all this stuff be pulled down? It's one of many. But I'm sure a lot of people listen to uh, Mike Adams's output of all his broadcasts on natural news. But uh, he, it's on top of the very top of the page. Um, yeah, his IP address. Should that site be attacked, and that'll get you by the attack. 45.89.97.6, natural news. 45, into the address bar, 45.89.97.6, and all broadcasters, Udnarbien, should put out uh, the IP address to get around all these problems, etc., etc. I'm not a technical genius myself at all. I rely on a lot of people. But... Um, it is truly shocking, and I'm just reading back through his headers. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, the same AP, Associated Press, and their vile, that once pushed propaganda for Adolf Hitler, now pushing transgenderism with extreme media bias. Well, Associated Press and Reuters turned into demonic entities years ago. I think it was two years ago I read out 
one of the key journalists in the Associated Press, admitting that they used to run stories past Hillary Clinton and the Democrats to say, is it okay to put this out? Do you want it modified and poisoned even more? And they say, yeah. And the AP address journalist saying, yeah, we're media whores. That's what we do. Correct. <laughs> Absolutely correct. <laughs> that uh, there you are. Fake vegan. I'm just reading from Natural News site. Uh, fake vegan meat is dangerous to peanut allergy sufferers. Well, God help children with peanut allergy sufferers have to have a very, very strict diet. It's shocking penalty on them. Pea protein could cause fatal abscesses. Although they do have a cure for peanut allergy, if. Uh, a mother of a child with that can work with a good herbalist. They give them one thousandth of a percent of it and slowly, slowly, slowly build up and the body then can cope with it there. That's one of the cures, uh, long-term cures for peanut allergy for children. Because peanut oil and all these oils are in all these processed foods. Uh, it's a shocking state of affairs. Um, Biden's America. You know, they had a three, 13 dead in serious crash in New Mexico. Oh, okay. Because he's opened up the borders, we know that. Um, UN Secretary General calls for a world to end a deadly addiction to coal, ignoring the role it plays to construction renewables. Well, one thing that was blown out of the water this week got reasonable publicity in the mainstream media <laughs> that's uh, this thing of electric cars. Electric cars, when they work and they've developed high tech, very good ones. If the, the percentage of electric cars, I'm, I was right on this and I proved absolutely right, goes over 15 20% in Britain, where we're up to 99% of the national grid being used in winter. Uh, this grid will collapse for several hours the following day. So electric cars are non-runner. And to see those uh, crap, disgusting, ugly wind turbines frozen in Texas, at Texas of all places, was absolute proof. I mean, <laughs> proof of idiocy. Legislation based on propaganda. That's where we are in this age. Political correctness uh, is being creating um, propaganda. And never before in the history of politics anywhere had we such imbeciles like Mac, Mac uh, uh, this uh, uh, health secretary, Matt Hancock. I mean, an absolute toss. He looks deficient to look at him. Just look at him. Go on the Daily Mail and see endless photographs of, photographs of him. But he's a half foot and a half. And I don't know where he's going to hide when this vaccine outfall uh, 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 side effects of this vaccine start to really run things. It'll be shocking. Um, wow. And uh, I've read it already. Amazon quietly banning more conservative patriotic books by claiming they contain hate speech. Well, that's just anything they don't agree with. And, then, and again, Trump ran away from moving against the um, Silicon Valley monopolies, YouTube, Google, Amazon, and... Uh, the uh, Facebook and Twitter, he, he ran away. He was frothing at them out slightly, but did nothing about it. Walked away, walked away, walked away. Uh, shocking. Uh, whoa, but uh, they're talking cures for Alzheimer's. Well, I've dealt with the major th situation on Alzheimer's. And that is that uh, there's, in Britain here, they're developing a colantamine, which is the juice of a special daffodil grown in special conditions here in Wales. It's having a fantastic success. Galantamine for people or relatives with uh, um, slipping into dementia. It holds steady at that point. The, um, the, uh, and then in Canada, Canada embraces arbitrary detention for travellers. I mean, the left are just absolute morons. 
And we have this creature in Mark Drayford, who's the current First Minister of Wales in the regional governments of Wales, saying that the UK is an unstable entity and it should be dissolved into a voluntary alliance, <laughs> trying to support that other disgusting lowlife in Scotland, Nicola Sturgeon, who is in big, big trouble after laying charges against, um, through the government legal systems against Alex Salmon, which were thrown out of court massively uh, for sexual harassment. So uh, the one-time great dynamic duo, Alex Salmon and uh, Nicola Sturgeon, that has bust apart massively. And it's uh, coming back to another court case now where they spent hundreds of thousands of pounds on a court case that has proven they were told not to take by their own lawyers and they lost massively. Just political vindictiveness. But um, they have to keep her apart as regards political tactics. There's uh, Scottish Assembly government elections taking place in May, like all the local elections taking place throughout the UK. But that government election is taking place in May. They need her in power then to hammer her and our party, that's for sure. But uh, some terrible non-entity would be put in her place if she lost power right now. That would be the case. Um, but uh, another thing I've come across today, I can't I've put it together separately. The Dutch royal family involved in absolutely demonic uh, possession and rich and uh, devilish uh, possessions and the art coming out from their family is truly obscene, obscene demonic art. In, in Holland. Whoa, it's, it's a big story. And it, it's on Brighton. I went to um, the, uh, I may be on there still if I go over to it. Um, Brighton. Um, they, they need better indexing on, on, on Brighton, that's for sure. But uh, they just run stuff into obscure files and you have to have the exact title of what it came up on. And uh, they still have a long way to go on Brighton. But people have been blown off YouTube they have another home where they won't be interfered with, and that is on brighteon.com, the equivalent of YouTube on a much smaller scale. But uh, the, um, which I can't find it here, I'm running through stuff here. Uh, they're showing Hillary Clinton's double. We know that Clinton and all these creatures, and they say Biden has a double. Um, <laughs> Hillary Clinton is a cyborg proof. <laughs> Maybe that's a scam on two minutes here. Yeah. Uh, she, she doesn't look human and uh, she looks a lot younger now than she did 10 years ago so uh, work that out <laughs> uh, technology changes face shows a photograph here of Hillary Clinton at 9-11 in, in anniversary 16 and the, the one uh, now um, it's just two totally different people the hair and the, the glasses are the same but uh, at the time she staggered into the vehicle there three years ago um, during the election campaign of 20, uh, 2016. Uh, uh, it was unbelievable morphing new technology working overtime to preserve Hillary Clinton. Okay, we go to this last break today and we'll be back in a few minutes. Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. Well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day. 
and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Hey, honey, I'm home. I grabbed the newspaper on the way home. Look at all the news today. The newspaper? Don't you know that all you're going to get in the newspaper is propaganda, twisted news, and false information? Honey, this is a national newspaper. It has to be true. Ha! Huh. For some reason, a majority of the population believe anything the mainstream media tells them. The newspaper does not give out the important attention on what's happening to this country and news that affects our daily lives. Say, does that newspaper mention anything about the North American Union? No, not that I can see. I didn't think so. You need to go to www.newswithviews.com, where truth is more important than political correctness. That's www.newswithviews.com. Hey, don't throw that away. We can use that in the birdcage. Okay, move over. Let me start reading newswithviews.com. The truth? Read all about it at newswithviews.com. Newswithviews.com, where reality shatters illusion. It's happening, ladies and gentlemen. We here at RBN are working with Front Sight Firearms Training Institute to bring our audience the best in combat, tactical, and defensive firearms training. Whether you're a private citizen who is new to firearms or you have a concealed weapon permit and want a level of training that surpasses what you've received from your local gun range, Front Sight provides priceless education and skills taught by seasoned law enforcement, military, and private citizen instructors to levels that far exceed law enforcement and military standard. With nearly a million responsible citizens trained from every town, city, and state from across the United States, Front Sight has bolstered the Patriot movement to a whole new level. Contact Dan Sutterfield by phone at 573-762-2356 or 573-465-2356 or shoot him an email at domedan, D-O-M-E-D-A-N at hotmail.com. This is a limited time opportunity. Don't miss it. Okay, and we're coming back in from the break. <clears throat> uh, this is the Barden Report. Well, now it's five minutes today. Had various technical problems, but um, the uh, just showing the last <laughs> things here. There again, Dr. Kerry Maggi. Um, that uh, just called up what I pulled up a minute ago. Um, the um, her um, interview, uh, Dr. Kerry Maggi. Maggi, Planet Lockdown full interview. That's 43 minutes. So if you want to catch up with Dr. Kerry Maggi, 
C-A-R-I-E-M-E-D-E-J, um, Planet Lockdown, full interview, 43 minutes. She speaks outstanding truth, crystal clear and to the point. So that will be worth listening to and it'll be worth getting transcribed, by the way, because it's tr a tremendous piece of evidence and uh, about, about uh, the tyranny we're under. Lockdown tyranny, vaccine tyranny, and um, a pandemic that never qualified as a pandemic. All the top legitimate scientists who have morals and a track record of truth uh, admit that. And all the bought and paid for pimps working for the government, most of them are barefaced liars. And they have the big pharma have their paws in them. The uh, the two top ones here in the UK uh, have um, have uh, hundreds of thousands of shares in GlaxoSmithKline's pharma division, vaccine division, right? <laughs> so figure that out. Imagine that for a conflict of interest, and that doesn't bother Boris Johnson at all. Regarding vaccines, he is a total effing moron, gargantuan, and he and and uh, the vaccines minister and um, this other goon of a, of a health minister, um, Matt Hancock. I mean, they will be in jail eventually, uh, if not worse, because it's just truly, truly shocking. And the year-long campaign, of course, campaigns work to a degree. The BBC, the government and um, the NHS putting out absolute propaganda and crap. According to them, a hundred and was 120,000 people are now dead because of the virus. No, sir, it's more like uh, around 1,000, 1,200. And uh, the, certainly about 15, 20,000 elderly people died, died prematurely. And the fact that uh, UK column were reporting this time last year that the NHS was forcing old folks' homes to take el el people out of bed blockers, they call them, out of hospital into old folks' homes, which spread the virus to elderly people but no protection given to the elderly people in advance. And not a word, not a syllable, by this idiot, uh, David Davis, who's on happy tablets, used to be the Brexit secretary, saying the virtues of vitamin E, vitamin D, vitamin E, uh, vitamin C, and uh, zinc are a massive fortification for any age group against the coronavirus, such as it is. But overall, if you took nothing, it has a 90, the, person, people, the population of a 96% survival rate. But it's shocking beyond words. Okay, we'll be back this time next week with the Barton Report, and we'll talk to you then.
homeowners. Are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. 